0: life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical costs that's why united healthcare provides health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs learn more at uh1.com
1: hi how can i help you today
0: as a mcdonald's employee you say those words quite often but how about when you need help like consulting a doctor hi how can i help you today When you work for a McDonald's restaurant, we take care of you like family. With free virtual doctor's visits, including getting prescriptions and refills for you and everyone in your family. Apply today at careers.mcdonalds.com and find out more. The benefits described herein are only available at participating restaurants.
1: Family. It looks a little different for
0: everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family.
1: Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies, frequencies that unlock, awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers
0: and listeners. Goldilocks Productions presents the Live from Little Bear Sanctuary Show with Christopher Vane. Enjoy topics such as the vegan lifestyle, sanctuary media highlights, and spotlighting new rescues. Happy Friday, friends! Welcome to live from Little Bear Sanctuary. I'm your host, Chris Vane. How's everybody doing today? Uh, it's Friday, yay! Uh, Randy has the weekend off, so um, we're going to try to actually get some stuff accomplished uh, around the sanctuary this weekend. <laughs> um, so last night we had um, the screening of Gunda which was the Joaquin Phoenix, uh, documentary. And, um, I got a lot of very interesting, uh, (laughs) a lot of interesting feedback from some of the viewers and yeah, you know, guys, I totally agree. Um, You know, I I don't want to give away the ending, but if you've seen the comments, you're already going to know what the ending is. Um, But yeah, if you got a chance to watch it, really appreciate everybody who purchased a ticket. Um, I think we had 26 people who purchased a ticket. And um, yeah, we got 30% of the proceeds. Uh, I actually logged in at 8.01. I tried to log in and they literally closed it down at 8. So I was really upset that I couldn't be there with everybody. Um, but I am pretty sure somebody sent a message cause I was texting people, but, um, yeah, sorry about the ending guys. I, um, I totally get everybody's, I, I get it. I get it. Um, but, um, you know, that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say about it. Um, amazing cinematography, um, very emotional at the end, of course. Um, definitely mild for Joaquin Phoenix. I mean, come on, guys. It was, you know, compared to the, some of this stuff he's done. <clears throat> so yeah. So anyway, if you're watching live today, hey Bill. <laughs> hey, how's it going? <laughs> How are you? Good. Welcome. <laughs> All right. So since since you popped in. Um, let's bring on my first guest today. Um, I think he's actually oh, yeah. the perfect guest uh, f- as we head into week two of our 21-Day Vegan Challenge. Um, he's a combat veteran, registered nurse, uh, author, and vegan uh, for 27 years. Welcome Going to on, year. Actually, I'm at 28 this
1: year. 28. Yeah. 1992,
0: right? 1992. Yes, sir. Yeah, pretty amazing. Uh, welcome to the studio, Bill Muir, Sergeant Vegan. How's it going, buddy?
1: It's going. Uh, yeah. Just woke up, so this is. Uh, thank you for
0: uh, for joining us so early.
1: <laughs> Actually, this isn't that bad. Uh, so I might be doing a broadcast via from California to Japan. They want me to go on at four in the morning because that's right. third time, and I'm like, <laughs> I just have to determine how like how much I want to to be. I obviously I want to do it, but I'm like, could we do like midnight my time? I'm like,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, four a.m. Mm. Those were the days of uh, surgical rotations when you had to get up at four a.m. in the hospital. And
1: uh. well, I, I do nights, so I'm like weird hours is kind of my thing. But I, it'd be um, like my day off. Like, yeah, we get else? it. So waking up. Well, thanks
0: for being here today. This is awesome. Sure, for me. I'm glad to have you on. Um, so, uh, so I know uh, back in the day um, you left a really nice, uh, cushy job teaching English in Japan, and mm-hmm. you decided to join the army.
1: The army, yeah, yeah.
0: After nine eleven, so tell me about it. What? What?
1: Sure. What, uh, they showed me this uh, this video of some some rangers in a boat at the uh, army recruiting station and uh, and, the, and people jumping out of planes and other kind of s- such nonsense. And I was like, man, that's exactly what I want to do, which I think is not supposed to be the normal reaction to that. Even if you're going to join the military, that's not, not the normal reaction. And uh, I don't know. It was, it was definitely an experience, uh, not an experience that I, I, think that everyone is going to want out of their life. Uh, Definitely not the easiest thing to do, especially, I mean, going, coming from one of the easier jobs you could do, uh, teach English in Japan. Toward the end of my time there, I like my, my day might just be like, uh, I might go heat up some coffee, make a cup of coffee and then just go sit and teach and teach I taught conversation and conversation. You just have to be able to speak and get the other people to speak and be able to use, like be able to teach a few key phrases and stuff like that. So yeah. really uh, one of the easier jobs that human can do to you know, probably one of the easiest pay, good pay for the you know, amount of easy to, I think as a medic, in a war zone, I was making under $5 an hour. I think if we worked it out, it would probably be like $2 an hour because you're wow. working around the clock. Around the clock, yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah. even being woken up, obviously. Uh, yeah. Being woken up.
0: Sure. Well, thank you for your service. Yeah. I, uh, not something I could do personally, but, uh, yeah, I was a PA in New York, so, you know, oh, I have wow. medical background, but, uh, yeah, I don't like uh, – and you were in uh, you were in combat, right? You were a little, you were a little yeah,
1: Afghanistan. I, yeah. I uh, it was definitely an experience. I guess the the best way to put it would be imagine just being bored often, and then all of a sudden there's some crazy stuff going on. Maybe the moments of terror, and then back to boredom, and then then the day to day unpleasantness of living somewhere where it can top 130 degrees and you're living in like a plywood shack uh Yikes. so there's a lot of there's a lot of oh, that
0: thank you for that man that, that's pretty amazing yeah. um yeah. and i know you were a vegan at the time so that had to be a challenge
1: that was um and the, through the whole basic training through all of that and and there was a lot of there's a lot of really sucky moments that uh I think anyone who's who is vegan and has gone on a road trip could could kind of understand what it's like. You know, if you're driving through like Indiana pre having a Beyond Burger at uh, Carl's Junior or at yeah. an impossible at Burger King. And you're like, what am I going to eat? Like what? I have money logistically. Like, what can I buy? And yeah. then it's, maybe there's not a subway where you could get a lousy uh, condiment sandwich. So you're like, oh, <laughs> you know, peanut butter and jelly, you know, it's, and it's kind of like, it kind of like that. And I've, I've gone cross country a couple of times, uh, and pretty vegan being awesome too. So I, I, it was similar to that it, other than, then add on the, the weather and then add on the people are trying to shoot at you and, you know, it makes for kind of a, Not- <laughs> a <like the> <laughs>
0: yeah, just people trying to shoot at you. No big deal. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: Wow. Crazy stuff. So I, 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 I obviously I, I read about you. I know in in ninety two I think you gave up uh, meat for Lent. Yeah, and is that that's how it all started?
1: That's how it all started. Yeah. Kind of, uh, kind of as I would say almost a joke. Uh, my mom said, uh, "Hey, uh, Lent's coming up. What are you going to give up?" Because my I was raised Catholic and my parents were very very Catholic. Yeah. And so I thought, hmm, what can I say that would kind of really get to them? What <laughs> can I say that uh, is, I was a snarky punk rock kid and uh, and I thought about it and I was like, just randomly a thought came up, well, they don't eat meat one day of the week on Fridays. Why don't I say I won't eat meat at all for Lent? And nowadays, people wouldn't blink an eye, even, even telling a conservative family in the, the South that you're not eating meat. I mean, being vegetarian for 30 days is, is really nothing now. Yeah, for sure. But Then it was mind-blowing, radical thought. Like, every, people were like, whoa. I mean, people, people actually thought that it was possible that I would at least end up in the hospital sick, if not die. For that, and which I mean, it's ridiculous now, oh, but yeah. there's, you been many, laugh. <laughs> there's been many things we thought and honestly believed that are now hindsight ridiculous, and that was one of them. And at the end of the, the 40 days, uh, obviously, I didn't get sick, obviously, I didn't die, I felt pretty good, and I was like, hmm, well, there must be something to this. And then people would say, like, okay, now that somehow, somehow, uh, You made it through. I guess you're going to go back to eating meat, and I'm like, well, maybe, maybe I'll just stick with this for a bit. And at that point, I was just a vegetarian. It wasn't. I didn't even know what the word vegan was. Yeah. And it it was getting some literature from PETA at a punk rock show Hmm. that kind of started to connect the dots for me because there's this was pre-internet, so I couldn't just Google delicious vegan recipes or Google. reasons (laughs) For reasons, sure. <laughs> reasons to be vegan so it was it was that early kind of like leading me in from PETA that made me made me realize the connection between like how bad are the slaughter industry is I knew it was bad obviously no animal wants to die to be uh it you no know, even if you're told that kind of as a kid or kind of alluded to like you know this is it's a necessary evil you it's still kind of you kind of believe it, I think, but in the back of your head, you're like, this is like a fairy tale. I think yeah. I think that wasn't as much of a radical departure from what I had thought before as learning how awful dairy is and the connection between the dairy and the slaughter industry and realizing, whoa, me just eating a cheese sandwich instead of a, a cheeseburger is not enough of a, a step. and in a lot of ways, in reality, if I was going to support the dairy industry, uh, you know, it's kind of the same thing. I might as well just have that cheeseburger in a lot of ways because it's going to, I'm giving the same money to the same people who are doing the same awful things. And at that moment, I realized I had to decide how much animal cruelty I was okay with. Was I okay with just dipping my toe into trying to, into the pond to trying to make the world a better place or was I going to jump in? Was I going to more or less support the same, same evil industries that are destroying our planet? Or was I just going to go against the grain? And I decided to go against the grain and I, I credit my kind of being a punk rock kid at that point, because now obviously that's not really my, my shtick. But I think that being okay with, with society telling me that I was wrong and being okay with uh, most people that I, I meet thinking it was crazy that I was doing something was at that point okay. And now decades into it, I realized that, that having that the – it's coming from that subculture of it's all right to be doing your own thing has – helped me through all these times. And I mean, it's really, really fun to see that veganism is becoming um, internationally recognized as what's gonna save our planet in so many ways.
0: Yeah, amen to that, right? I mean, um, I've been vegan 11 years and even 11 years ago, there was nowhere near the options there are today. I mean, it was tofu and I think Boca Burgers. So you had to be you have to be really creative
1: <laughs> but what was what's crazy is that when boca came out it was revolutionary and people <laughs> scoff at like because you know boca is you know it it kind of would be to try to explain it to listeners it would be like maybe like uh i don't know Maybe like the very early electric car, but not the electric car, you know, from the 1800s, like the electric car, like the uh, the one from that documentary that's still kind of, that worked <laughs> great. But at the time, it was some, I mean, Boca Burger, wow. That, yeah. Because they had something when I went vegan called a nature burger, because there weren't veggie burgers. And that was basically this this awful mix that tasted like something you might dig up in your backyard, like <laughs> twigs and brambles and rocks and all. And it was just,
0: just – yeah, well, We've all been there for sure. Oh, my goodness.
1: Yeah. Boca Burger was like, wow. And, and even now, I mean – I guess I would need a Boca Burger. I probably wouldn't go out of my way for it or oh, be
0: so sure. <laughs> Yeah, I remember chopping it up, using it as ground. I would like totally use it for every kind of base. Oh yeah, and it works. And it, <laughs>
1: it still works. It's just not as tasty. Yeah, it's not as tasty for sure.
0: And then of course, you know, I, I think um I, I was vegetarian first also. And you know, it was always it's always about the cheese. I hear that from so many people, right? You know, cheese, cheese, cheese and and I my first vegan cheese, I would have rather eaten the plastic wrapper. Yeah. So it's – um, cheese, is a, cheese has come a long way. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, there's
1: so many brands when people say that they don't like vegan cheese. I'm like, well, I mean, there's there's bazillion brands now. Like I have right. the refrigerator, I have Miyoko's. But, I mean, I also – maybe this is unpopular with some people. I also like Thayer, uh yeah. or however you're supposed to say it, because right. – for me, like not having that for a decade, like when the last, when I went vegan, I was like, well, here goes the, uh, a lifetime of sauce pizzas, you know? Oh, yeah, yikes. They would always, when you didn't have cheese, they would always be like, well, they feel sorry for you, I guess. So they would dump more sauce. So you're basically <laughs> be like, kind of like a spaghetti sauce pizza with yeah. some drowned vegetables on it. And was it awful? I mean, it, it wasn't a culinary delight for sure but it wasn't the worst thing that you could eat like there's yeah, uh, yeah. so when people are especially some vegans uh complain about cheese in a way i'm I'm happy that we're at this point that people can be so picky like
0: it's actually it's a nice it's a nice problem to have right yeah for sure yeah I'm actually you know the uh people laugh at me when I talk about because so many people don't like it, or dia, however you say it exactly. Um, but uh, their new cutting board treads are pretty amazing. I mean, I was, I've, I've been, I use them every day, and and follow your heart does some great stuff too.
1: So follow your heart, I think, was one of the early early vegan cheeses.
0: Yeah, for sure. It
1: Wouldn't melt. I mean, even <laughs> if you took a blowtorch to it, it wouldn't melt. <laughs> But, and it kind of tasted like a seasoned tofu it was basically a seasoned tofu that you would kind of put yeah. on something yikes i out of the package i loved eating that stuff though would it did it taste like cheese no no it did not no but, but it tasted pretty good i mean yeah. again it was like a seasoned tofu and right. if you think tofu is tofu gonna melt if you heat it I mean, I guess everything melts if you heat it, (laughs) Uh, but you would really have to incinerate it for it to do that. And, you know, I'm just thinking 2000, maybe this would have been 2008. I worked at a vegan cafe in in Venice Beach, uh, California, and they used to follow your heart and they would use it on paninis. Was it delicious? I mean, I think so. Yeah. Was it like cheese? I don't think so.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: But they've come a long way too. They've come a
0: long time. way. Yeah, they really have. Um, Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, I think somewhere I read you, you called it the golden age of veganism right now. Right?
1: And I think it is, and I think it's yeah. just getting better. And I think every year there's a new thing. I I saw somewhere on social media that Dunkin' Donuts or now Dunkin' is going to have vegan donuts. Yeah. So back in the nineties, there was back when they, there was like message boards. I remember being on a vegan message board and somebody had cr- created a rumor that one of the Dunkin' uh, Donuts was vegan and we drove immediately. Cause I think it was, they were like only the peanut one. We have a source, man. We went up, we went there and I guess there was another kid cause I, uh, at that point, I think I would have been either nineteen or twenty. We we like demanded to see the ingredients. There is <laughs> there is absolutely no validity to that rumor. It was there. There was eggs and milk and oh, uh, wow. talk about deflated, man. But I be- I went to a Dunkin' in India, And I believe in. Uh, somewhere in india and because of the you know hinduism with with that the combination they wouldn't use eggs i think in any of it and there were a few that were besides being egg free were dairy free
0: accidentally vegan
1: accidentally vegan and i wow. was so overjoyed none of it was amazing none of it you know i mean we have a in 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 pennsylvania where i grew up well outside of where i grew up there's a place uh, vegan treats Still blows so much out of the, out of the water. So vegan treats is wonderful, and Voodoo Donuts has awesome donuts. And I'm and now I'm trying to go
0: to Voodoo Donuts. I hear so many amazing things about them.
1: Oh, it's it's great. Yeah. The, the thing is now, even when Dunk, when Dunkin gets in, it, it's it gets in the the race for making vegan accessible. It's really just going to be, well, the small bad will be. It will take all these like driving in the to the. Far reach, far flung reaches of the universe for a vegan thing. It'll kind of eliminate some of that, which is, for sure. you know, maybe a little sad. But the advantage is right. when people, it, it'll chip away at that. Well, I could never be vegan because, you know, I, I get how important food is to people. And when someone's like, I could never be vegan because, you know, because cheese. That's well, true. when I went yeah. vegan, that was a valid argument. If you're, I mean, I guess if cheese is that important to you, and more important than animal's life because. You know, they saw me, they're, they're eating a cheese plate or a cheese bur- burger or whatever like that. I couldn't offer them that. I could say, well, I can make you a PBJ. Yeah. Uh, how about some poorly made pasta? I could do that too. <laughs> Almost like pudding. So, so poorly made. And even if you went to a fancy or, you know, the next level vegan, at that point, they couldn't offer you much. They could do a, a better made pasta. Uh, but nowadays, you know, the more stuff that's out there, the less water that someone's argument is going to hold that it's hard to be vegan because, uh, they say burgers. Well, we got all this. Uh, How about cheese? Well, we got all this. Well, how about you can't be vegan and and lift? Well, I mean, I would, I- You are
0: Bill on your deathbed.
1: Yeah. I mean, I belong to a strength team. There's, there's some guys that, uh, most of the people that I've ever met that that are like protein this protein that, a they don't lift, b they don't even go to the gym, they don't even, it doesn't even look like they they go for a walk. So yeah, for sure, and we're not going to reach everybody with logic, and we're not going to reach every everybody. Period. But the people that would be on the fence, it's going to make it easier for them to make that transition because I I don't think everybody is really cut out for doing something like we did going super out of their way going against the grain doing something society thinks is crazy i you know there there's always been early adopters of technology or of of things that are trying to push forward making the world a better place whether it's civil rights uh or things like that And animal rights has you know, for a long time, just been one of those things that I think it's been a hard sale just because of, of how hard it is for some people to adopt that into their lives. But as things get better and as people realize more and more that plant-based living is better for you and not only better for you, but the food is just as good. And finally, this last component, accessibility. Yeah. I think it's gonna. It's gonna be. We're we're now at. I, I'd heard somewhere ten percent, but I don't know how legit that is. But once we right. get over twenty, and once it's 10 or twenty, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, once it's no longer just uh, young people, but old people as well who who are just who who do it through a medical reason. Uh, right. The more of that we see, I think things are gonna switch. And uh, I mean, the downside is. Uh, We might be out of a a job or a hobby because once everyone's vegan, then it'd be like, well,
0: not a bad place, not a bad place to find myself.
1: Yeah. I would be okay with that.
0: Yeah. Me too. Me too. Um, Yeah. You know, uh, I I'm in Florida, so (laughs) I'm surrounded by uh, the meat eaters and uh, you know, I, 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 at this point, if, if somebody's open, Veganism, or they they want to hear about it. Um, you know, those are the people that I talk to, and and I've always approached it from a positive outlook. I'm not shaming people and doing all those um crazy things. You know, it, it's, I think it's sort of
1: like you know,
0: you're either preaching to the vegans, right, or you're preaching to somebody who doesn't want to hear it.
1: I think, uh, live it, don't preach it. I think, uh, yeah. I think Toby from uh, H2O said that live it, don't preach it. And I think he's very right in that. Also, so I work in a hospital still as an RN and uh, occasionally people are interested. And in which case I will explain why I eat the way I do and what, what it is. But uh, often people still aren't. And the people who aren't, you know, look like walking heart attacks. Usually it's not like, you know, I could see if I if if I was having a conversation at the gym, and uh, and a meathead or yeah. a twenty two year old was having that conversation with me when they're like, "Well, I feel fine and I look good, and so what's the problem?" They're like, that's true. I mean, I would say to them uh, on the outside, "Yeah, at twenty something, if you're not bulletproof feeling, wow, you're doing something seriously wrong." Like, yeah. Uh, 20 something, I could go a couple of days without sleep and still do a <laughs> you know five, ten mile run and whatever. Uh, you're you're that's the normal how everyone should be at that at that point, like a, a, you're still a fresh human, you know. But when yeah. you get to be, uh, I'm I'm turning 48. When you get when you put on a couple of miles, uh, I've seen people that are just look like they're falling apart, uh. And sometimes it's like, uh, you know, for us guys, it's keeping your hair. So I don't, <laughs> don't think necessarily, uh, I think I got lucky too. But, you know, when you meet someone that's fat and bald and they look like they're more in your dad's category than your category, you know, the age bracket wise, you're like, well, I mean, it could be genes, but I also do work out and I eat really well. Yeah. So there's that.
0: Yeah, I I turned fifty nine this year, and I swear to God, if I wasn't a vegan, I would definitely be looking a lot different. I mean, there's definitely a a component to that, no doubt. Um, oh, no
1: doubt. No. I mean, a hundred percent. I mean, eating well and exercise. There's no, there's there's no just taking a med for that. You know. No. No. And uh, putting, ha- walking around with extra pounds, it's it's like uh, I, I likened it to you're carrying a weight around, and it's, okay. if you're 45 pounds overweight, it's the equivalent of an uh, of a person who's their regular BMI carrying a 45 pound weight, and that's going to wear you down. Um, yeah, big time. Kind of like to think about that. Uh, one of the funny stories from my uh, my army training. Uh, just thinking carrying around a 45 pound weight. I, this is kind of, this kind of, this is like the kind of thing that, that people who are, who haven't had that experience, it's probably hard to fathom, but it, the kind of stuff that, that that happens or happens. So I was a medic. I was assigned to uh, a line unit with the 173rd. We were training in Germany. We had slept outside in the rain. It wasn't freezing, but it was cold. Uh, Then we were going to go for a 5K forced ruck march, you know, full battle rattle, full kit, helmet stuff. And uh, one of the other medics who was covering was was sitting on uh, like a van, basically one of our our medic vans that would like drive around and be able to pick up stragglers or someone who's having an issue. Uh, I was just hanging out with those guys briefly, and uh, probably complaining about sleeping in the rain. And and one of them was like, "You know what? You could leave your uh, your regular ruck here and just take your medic bag, and no one would care." And other units are doing that, so I did that, and I showed back up to my unit feeling pretty smart. And I was like, "This is good." And I went from fifty-five pounds, and now I'm at twenty-five. I feel like I could sprint this thing. Uh, the uh, the platoon sergeant looked at me, and he's like, what the heck, obviously he didn't say heck, is this. He's like, I'm like, oh, no, I just, you know, it, the other guys are doing it. They said it's okay. They're like, you going to go back there and get your equipment, use you blankety blanks, such and such. So I ran back there to back to the truck and I was like, well, no go for that. And I switched everything out and then I ran back, but in the hurry to do that, I showed back up empty handed, as in I did not have a rifle in my hands at that point because of all the, and I left it on the truck. The, The platoon sergeant looked at me and he was, and very calmly said, totally don't worry about it doc. And when I saw how calm and collected he was, my heart started to race because there's nothing scarier <laughs> than someone getting really, really calm that it went and the calm before the storm. Oh boy. So they filled up two uh, water, ju- not jugs, but basically gasoline cans. Yeah, uh, I don't know how many liters it filled up, but they were the equivalent of 45 pounds a piece. And he's like, "Don't worry about the rifle; you feel free to leave it around. You know, as much as you want. You just, you're just going to have to carry this with you." Oh boy! So I carried. I think these were so forty-five a piece, so ninety pounds. So I carried that. So the first half mile to mile. I would basically truck it, you know. If you've been in the gym and you, you know, grab the forties to do something with, probably chest or I don't know. Maybe you're doing some shoulders, and going from the rack over and then putting it back. Not too bad. Right. So I was able to do. I would do like you know, dun, 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 put it down. You know, okay, that didn't last long. <laughs> By after a mile of that, I was I started to become unable to even. I was able to pick it up, but I couldn't walk very fast. So then I was starting to straggle. And uh, Sergeant, again, said very calmly, you know, actually, no worries. These things happen. He <laughs> had me take out cravats, which are basically uh, the military. I, I think this is like a, a carryover from Vietnam where you would be able to make a sling out of this basically piece of cloth. And you could do you could do a whole bunch of stuff with it. Uh, it it was, uh, it was completely clean. What's the word? It's aseptic. So you could do a lot with it medically. <laughs> and I tied those gas cans to my wrists, obviously cutting off all circulation and basically dragged it the rest of the way. Yikes. Uh, so, yeah, that's what it would be like to be 90 pounds overweight. Yeah. And no wonder people who are that overweight have that trouble walking that distance. It, it must be, must be awful. Yeah. Um, and those people too, despite how awful they're feeling, you know, society tells them that we're the crazy ones. Yep. Well, but I think times are changing as celebrities a- adopt this way of living, you know, at one point, a uh, Batman, was it Batman, Superman, and Spider-Man were all vegan? I, I know um, Toby Maguire is still vegan. He was one of the one of the Spider-Mans. Right. And I, uh, Batman at one point, uh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Yeah. yeah. And uh, obviously the Joker as well, Joaquin yeah, Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. So it's, it's, almost, uh, it's almost like the entire uh, superhero, supervillain uh, catalog is going vegan, which yeah. I love.
0: It's also nice to see men doing it and speaking up about it. And and I think that's, um, um, lacking, but certainly getting better, um, my my, my viewership is 80% women and we have an audience full of lovely ladies today. Um, good morning, everybody, by the way, I didn't, <laughs> we've got a full on, let me see if there's any questions for you, Bill.
1: Yeah. Are we, are we going to take questions? I, uh,
0: yeah, let me just, I got to go scrolling down. Good morning, everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, Sorry, Elizabeth.
1: I was in the private chat and I, I did not. Oh, see it. it's, a, it's okay. Um,
0: Elizabeth said she loves your hair and thank you for your service. <laughs> He's got good hair, Elizabeth. <laughs> Elizabeth is one of my faithful viewers. She just went vegan um, two or three weeks ago. And uh, let's see, I saw something. She said her body feels so much better being vegan and she's lost 15 pounds in nine weeks. Amazing, Elizabeth.
1: I would just awesome. say, remember that, veganism isn't just about weight loss. So yeah. if the weight loss kind of peters out uh, and yeah. because it will, yeah, uh, and you know, if you uh, obviously if you kept up that trajectory, it would be like that Stephen King uh, book. Dinner.
0: <laughs> you would not, you uh, would uh,
1: stop it's at your it's pie. <laughs> ideal weight anyway. Also, um Dinner. One of the one of the things about vegan food these days, especially because most people who cook realize that uh, fat and sugar is what kind of adds a lot of the uh, flavor in our, our food. Yeah. Uh, if you if you go vegan and and are just munching on impossibles and beyonds and and seem to be Dunkin' Donuts that are vegan, uh, spoiler, <laughs> you're, you're not gonna you're not gonna lose weight. Uh, and I'm, I'm hoping that most people when they go vegan. If they're trying to lose weight and get healthy, they they do the whole foods, plant based thing. You're gonna yeah. feel feel better and be healthier that way. Uh, at the same point, I think it's all about balance. Uh, as someone who used to Absolutely. used to cook, I went to culinary school because I was going to open a vegan restaurant. Uh, if you just cook without that, you do the SOS no sugar, oil, or salt. Yeah, you're you're gonna make food that's not super delicious, uh, and then. The, the problem with that is it will be super healthy, but then when you say, "Hey, to somebody, this is what vegan food tastes like," and they, yeah. it, you right. know, you have to create that balance, especially yeah. if you're looking for, you know, your family on Thanksgiving. You don't want to make basically water soup for them. You want something that's going to taste super good, knock yeah. their socks off, and then, and then, you kind of dial them into something that might be a little healthier. Um, yeah, for sure. When I make food for work for example, I usually just bring in a banana bread with uh, chocolate chips. There's an easily veganized creator joe's box mix. Yeah. I know that A people are going to like it. B like my secret is I instead of eggs I add bananas to banana bread which is really a no-brainer too. And then I get to have that conversation when people say, "Well, this is actually really good." I said, "Well, I actually, why would you think banana bread wouldn't taste good without eggs. You want to eat scrambled egg bread? I mean, like, what do you what are you expecting? They're like, well, dot dot dot. I'm like it's that, that. You, <laughs> none of this, is, none of this is that hard. None of, none of this is, you know. Okay.
0: Yeah. it You know, it's funny. We've been, so we, we sort of geared this 21 days to people who are already vegan and obviously to people who are not. And, and for me, you know, I, I definitely overdo the Beyond Burgers and all that stuff. So i I'm, I'm approaching this, you know, the no oil, no sugar, you know, to a, a much better degree than I've ever done it. And, um, um, yeah, it's not easy. <laughs> um, but there's some really good recipes out there without oil, especially the oil. The oil, I think, is really um, for sure. For you can sure.
1: use cooking spray and stuff like that. Yeah, so absolutely, you, yeah. You know, I the easiest way to transition for anybody on this feed that, that's thinking about it is just the switching product for product. So, if you're going to have a hamburger, instead have a Beyond Burger. If you're going to yeah. have uh, a like an animal yogurt, you have a silk yogurt or whatever. You know, just one good. One. That's going to be the easiest way because uh, back when I did it, there was none of that. You just had to completely throw out you know, what you were doing and change it to completely something else and, and hope it worked out. And right. for most people, I guess it didn't. I mean, nowadays are it's, a, it's an upward trajectory of people going vegan and, and sticking with it, or to no. some degree at least – Uh, then it would be for every person that went vegan, there were five that stopped and it would just be, it was, uh, and that was only, that was just because of a lack of products. I think it that made it hard. So I think doing, making easy on yourself and not completely changing the way you do things at first is the easiest way. Absolutely. If you're doing it primarily for health reasons, I think, at that point, then dial into the whole foods plant okay. based. You're going to be yeah. feel the healthiest. If money is a, a problem, you don't have to go organic for everything. There's the dirty dozen that they that they talk about. Right, I think that's a good idea. Also, if it's talk the, about the
0: dirty dozen for people who don't know what that is, so
1: there's there's a, a a dozen vegetables that that people say health experts have said is are better to have organic. Me, yeah. personally, uh, I don't really care about any of that. <laughs> and I, it's not worth worth the extra money, especially if something has a wrapper with it, like naturally, like a banana. Bananas. It has a natural wrapper on it. So, yeah. you know, and I'll eat an apple whole, but if someone is like, oh, it's a non-organic apple, you could always just peel it. I mean, yeah. cut sure. it and cut the peel off. Like, I think a lot of things people are overthinking. And I think... Not to be a conspiracy kind of nut, but I think sometimes the animal animal ad likes it to be confusing because yeah. makes people go, ah, this is so hard. Maybe it's just easier to eat meat and then they'll they'll create nonsensical junk <laughs> like uh, Beyond Burger has so many ingredients My and God. then healthier the, the carry vegetarian uh, the rotting, rotting flesh, which. Yeah.
0: No yeah,
1: but, yeah, I mean, kudos to them for being able to mind screw people and have people be, I don't know, easily led enough to believe it. But obviously, you know, if you went outside and walked on the street and you saw a dead squirrel, there's nothing about that that would be appetizing. And yet they've pretty much been able to hoodwink everyone into believing that the exact that somehow the exact dead animal, but prepared and seasoned away with vegetables is is now tasty to people. Ew. I mean, to be that fair, just you, as long,
0: at least seven days before you even put it on your plate and tumors taken out of it and all the rest of the crap that's in it, right?
1: That's pretty
0: ridiculous. Crazy stuff. Yeah, pretty disgusting. Pretty mm-hmm. disgusting. Yeah. And, you know, I think, and I, we, talk a, we talk a lot about this on the show, about just the brainwashing that goes on as you're very young. Um, you it's, know, it's, I, it's, I used to think that, you know, the cows and the pigs were running around in the grass and frolicking and you know, and it's couldn't be further from the truth.
1: And I'm sure at some point somewhere that was true. uh yeah, for sure. Just like, you know, every every trope has a little bit of, of fact behind it, but uh, you know, in twenty twenty one that family farm might exist one place in Switzerland. But that's yeah. not where your milk or your hamburger is coming from. Where, you, where your stuff's coming from is basically like a horror movie. And I mean, and the choice is, you, yeah, you can continue to lie to yourself about it. And I mean, there's a lot of things to society that makes it more convenient to continue to lie to yourself about it. But what we're saying is you can still live a super healthy or healthier life. Do better by the planet, do better by animals and do better by yourself. And it's not a lot more expensive. I I would actually say as long as you're not spending your money, your extra money on, uh, you know, if you're eating Whole Foods plant based, you're not getting all that from Whole Foods, the market, you're going to be okay. It's I don't notice uh, that I spend that much money on food. I mean, at the same point, I try to keep the uh, the amount of extra frou frou vegan st- products, especially ones that are like way overpriced. I just try not to buy that stuff. Oh,
0: come on, you got Miyoko's in your refrigerator. Come on, I do
1: have Miyoko's in my refrigerator. Now, <laughs> where I live in California, not to make me sound uh, super Scottish, but there's a, a there's a, a something called grocery outlets that. Oh. I mean, that make it that Miyoko's in my refrigerator was two bucks. So. Wow!
0: Damn.
1: And there's probably stuff like that where everyone lives too. It's and Not you Miyoko. know kind of, <laughs> kind of like hidden stuff. Well, I know I I lived in Gainesville for a year, and I know it, it wouldn't have been super cheap, but I know that they would, were having sales on Gardein and stuff oh, like that. Sure.
0: Buy one get one free. They exactly. do
1: exactly, which Definitely is doable. Is pretty sure. phenomenal. Yeah. And yeah. Then, Personally, as much as I love Beyond and uh, as as great as those guys are, the reason why Beyond tastes so good is it's kind of a little bit fatty. I, in a lot of ways, I prefer sure. gardine Even if it's might maybe for some people like I like protein. the burgers; they're really good. Yeah, it's yeah. you know it's not as calorically dense, still high protein, and I, I think really delicious. Yeah. Especially, they're. Uh, no, if you're
0: not looking to match that exact taste, it's a really. I, I, I love it. Anything Gardein makes is pretty amazing. Yeah.
1: They have yeah. breakfast sausages, which. Uh, yes. It's crazy, though, that, that that stuff isn't available everywhere. But I think yeah, most sure. of it is available everywhere in America, which much, yeah. I think that's a that's a pretty big thing.
0: Yeah, I remember, like, literally, like, a year into being vegan, Gardein came out with their meatballs and their fish fillets, you know, their basics, oh, wow. and I was just, like, the happiest person on earth. Like, I was just unbelievable. I remember, I remember like, the, when it finally came to Florida, I was like, oh, my God.
1: The first time I had a meat substitute was in the mid-'90s. I went to a Chinese restaurant, and I swear I thought that they were – were making, like, that they were actually using meat, and uh, we were so worried. Yeah. But this, in hindsight, it was probably basically just seitan in barbecue sauce. Pretty much. And probably, probably not even very well made, probably just, like, made and then fried and barked. But it tasted so amazing because, I, I mean, it the closest thing to uh, a veggie burger I had was that Nature Burger. Yeah nonsense that I, that I mentioned earlier. You know, somebody sent me the nature burger in Afghanistan. Really? <laughs> and I because I, I got through Afghanistan because people basically sent me sent me food. I got care packages with oh, nice. stuff. And even the, the wonderful company Tofurky would uh, send me uh shelf stable Tofurky, which yeah. really really helped. I mean those guys literally yeah. saved my life. Wow. but uh somebody some hippie somewhere sent me some nature burger, and I just <laughs> uh, times are tough. They're not that tough. That might be my anti nature burger commercial. Times was tough.
0: Oh boy. <laughs> tough. So uh, let, let's talk about your book,
1: okay? Um, oh, hey, let me let me grab them real quick.
0: Yeah. Good morning, everybody. Hey, Allison. Hello, and hey, Gloria. How's it going? Going down the list, Bill. Let's see. Yeah, vegan strong. Vegan
1: strong. So, the ultimate field manual for a kick butt plant fueled life. Uh, basically, vegan one hundred and one stuff. I, my my thought behind this was, if I could somehow create time travel and send. All the information that I that I have accumulated over 20 at this point, I think I wrote this 25 years in. Now that we're at going on 29 years, so all that information, send that back to me. How to go, how to be vegan, how to how to cook. So there's recipes in here. How to make it through, how to get all the dietary nutrition stuff, how, and how to work out properly on a vegan diet, and put it all into vegan strong. Oh, just looking at the camera here. That's basically it. No nonsense. It's, I call it a field manual because being in the service, uh, we have field manuals for stuff. It's basically very no BS guides on how to do something. Uh, the main difference between mine and the, one of the military field manuals is mine's probably a little bit more fun. which has, <laughs> Because it's meant to be, you know, I, wa- I, I wanted to make it in an easily readable Easily digestible format. Yeah, and yeah, that's-
0: I started reading it. Um, I know you do, you do like vegan in three easy steps, and um, uh, you give a lot of great tips. Um, and uh, and I think one of the things, and I've I've either saw it in one of your interviews, um, the I call it the psychological aspect. After going vegan, you know, you um, it's it's sometimes hard to find somebody in your circle that gives you. Um, the uh just the uh good advice or you know doesn't bash you or say something negative and and i think right now it's um you know uh it's for some people this show actually a lot of these new vegans this is their only chance to be with another vegan or hear some advice so yeah um and i think i if, if you're on social media you see it vegans bashing vegans and Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it's, for it's, those
1: that are new to this uh, yeah. lifestyle, that's one of the one of the I, one of my friends said it best that the thing he said that he hates about the vegan lifestyle is other vegans, Yeah, which it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that anyone, especially in a, a, a subculture like this, would feel the need to do that. I think part of it is, you know, maybe I don't know what, what people's reason to do this. If your reason to to not eat animals is to be healthier and to obviously not kill the animals, then anyone doing this lifestyle for any any reason is a step in the right direction mm-hmm. however at, kind of like you mentioned this uh the feeling that some people might feel that they need to feel like they're superior to somebody else um yeah, it's kind of sad and it's kind of sad definitely
0: sad and um yeah, I always tell people just ignore it. Don't read the comments. I, I tell everybody just don't read the comments.
1: <laughs> the other thing I would say is if there's nobody in your circle who is promoting veganism or doing anything really that yeah. uh, kind of like, and the the guru or the person that you think you want to model what your practice, you know, whether it's veganism or yoga or you know, working out or anything with social media, you can find the person who best speaks to what you want to get out of this. You know, there's people of every color, of every race, of every religion that are vegan now and are easily findable on social media. So you know, if it's if you want somebody that you know is your gender or is your you know pretty much anything you can think of, oh, you, can know. Find them. you know, I I went. I started the Sergeant Vegan thing, A, because I was a sergeant, and, and B because I thought, you know, the one thing that people have a hard time these days of no matter what they think of you, they don't want to cut up is the military. So I thought if I put like with the book, if I put veganism and my military service together, it would be a little harder for somebody, even if we're in a in a in a red state or, or whatever, yeah. for somebody to completely hate on the idea because they have to respect me being in the service so no matter what you're looking for there's gonna be somebody trying to be trying to talk about things that you want to hear from your perspective you just have to find that person and I'll also mention if you don't if they're not out there then that means that you need to be that person you know
0: Amen to that for sure if
1: there's there's yeah. There's so many perspectives, so many ways to get people into eating, eating better, to living better. And uh, and if it's not something you can readily find, then it possibly means that you're that person and you just haven't done it yet. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The other
1: other book is.
0: Yeah.
1: So I went a a different (laughs) route, in in a way when I started writing uh, Vegan Strong, it might have been a little edgy. I kind of used it, used my started writing it with some of my the way I used to talk as a sergeant. Maybe yeah. a little rough. I toned it down, and it's more, you know, actually me as an RN. That's yeah. that's more the uh, that's more the speak. But uh, *The Adventures of Sergeant Piggy*. I continued a little <laughs> bit with the military thing because I didn't see that many characters for kids that were kind, compassionate, but also a strong character and military. So yeah. that's how I created Sergeant Piggy. And yeah. uh, uh, Sergeant I, I Piggy. Love the
0: illustrations. Who
1: illustrated it? A, a gentleman by the name of Hayden Fowler, who is a professional. This guy, this guy does everything. He does video production and used to work for PETA, but he's also a fantabulous artist. I wanted to give kids. So my, my reasoning behind it is I wanted kids to be able to have an experience that's fun, exciting, see the world, especially I wrote this during, uh, this came out during COVID where no one's going anywhere doing really anything and it's now all virtual and be able to to say, hey, you can still explore the world. There's, There's gonna be so many awesome things out there, so many different experiences. And I also wanted to introduce veganism. So there is veganism in here. Sergeant Piggy talks about looking for the best veggie burgers and Sergeant Piggy uh, eats dairy-free ice cream. Talks about not eating animals because they're his friends, but I didn't want it to be a super weepy sad because yeah. kids don't need that stuff. Kids don't need like super sad and weepy. And I mean, life is, life is awesome. And, you know, sometimes it gets a little sad. Obviously I work in a hospital, so I see a lot of sad and, and awful, but, For the most part, the human experience of being alive is is completely wonderful. And I wanted to be able to give kids that with the veganism, but minus the the sad violins and stuff. Because really, as an influencer, if that's what we are, I want people to get how awesome it is to be vegan, not necessarily how sad it is to be eating meat, because when you deliver something in a positive route, like uh, Mary Poppins would say, "A spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down, I think that's always gonna be better. And, Mm -hmm. you know, growing up as a punk rock kid and going to demos where we're just all angry and with these hand-drawn signs of meat is murder and stuff, you know, if I learned that being angry and negative was a uh, a route for positive change, uh I mean, we, I certainly would have kept that route. And if I had seen like, oh, when I say bad words to somebody, they, they're like, oh, golly, gosh, golly, I had thought this. Now that you cursed me out, uh, I'm totally changing my tune. Uh, I see someone said, where can we get the books? Uh, Vegan Strong is available on Amazon, as is The Adventures of Sergeant Piggy. Um, Amazon... Amazon is is everything good, everything bad. It's in so many ways probably the great Satan. But, I mean, to be able to find uh, vegan authors like myself and I would also say vegan products because it's great for that too. You know, it's everything good and bad. Um, Oh, there's linked up.
0: Mm, I love uh, it. Yeah. That's my producer is amazing. She's always on it. <laughs> Thank you, Tiffany. <laughs> Thank you, Tiffany. <laughs> yeah. So
1: questions. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm fairly awake now. So, uh.
0: <laughs> well, Bill, we're, we're right at the end of the show. That was a very good no, hour, see. man. Um, I could, I could talk to you for another hour. Seriously. Um, any final thoughts any anything you want to say that
1: um, I'm easily findable on social media sergeantvegan.com that's sgtvegan.com or sgt S-G-T-Vegan. oh, I wasn't
0: sure if you out a website
1: Yeah sergeant SergeantVegan.com. Oh, wow, um, awesome. very easily findable also uh, on social media facebook is just sgt sgt uh, space vegan or um instagram sgt_vegan So feel free to, uh, you know, question, comment, any, if you have, you know, I usually get to most of my uh, mail fairly, fairly quickly. So if you have a a question, I mean, the great thing now about social media is since there's so many of us out there who are vegan and, and trying to spread the word, you know, almost any question that you have could probably easily be answered through just a Google search. But if there is a a question of like, hey, uh, I don't I don't know if this can be easily Googled or whatever. I have this question. It's been burning inside me. You know, ask ask one of us, you know, or ask somebody, you know, if it's not they're not in your circle. Find another circle, you know, the information is out there.
0: Yep. Awesome. Bill. It was great talking to you. Thank you for being on the show. I hope you'll come back. I have a lot more to ask you.
1: Cool. Let's do it.
0: Great. Have a good weekend, strong. Thank
1: you, everyone. Thank you.
0: Hi, Koa. Well, Koa decided to join us at the end.
1: Hi. Just want to say hi to everybody
0: want to say hi to everybody. <laughs> this is Koa, everybody, in case you don't know who she is. My little, my little, uh, my partner in crime here at the sanctuary. Right? And she's such a good girl. She is a good girl. I say hi to everybody. <laughs> say hello to everybody. I know I love you, too. I love you, too. I do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're going to help me? Okay, thank you. You're such a good helper. I know you are a good helper. Yes, you are a good helper all right so next week uh is our uh third third yeah it's gonna be our third show into our 21 day vegan challenge i hope you guys have had uh a a great week this past week i hope you guys have all stuck to uh whatever uh vegan um a uh, path you decided to follow—a plant-based path. Um, we do have the 21-day uh, plant-based uh, tab up on the Little Bear Sanctuary website, and um, because uh, last week we had some technical difficulties, the show was very pixelated. So I did—I uh, did a video of each of the recipes that I cooked last week on the show. I—I I remade everything. Uh, have Randy stand there and be the cameraman. So we're going to get those on the website. I'm also going to send them to Tiffany. She can post them. So you'll find them um, on all the usual outlets on demand, uh, which is on the Goldilocks Productions YouTube. And uh, we'll have it up on uh, my Instagram, Christopher Vane. And of course, we'll also have it on the little Bear Sanctuary uh, website. So next week, you, you you guys are stuck with me again, and uh, we're gonna do some more fun stuff. I have a I have a new gadget, guys. You're gonna really love this one. You're gonna be stunned and amazed. I'm I'm not even gonna tell you about it. You'll have to show up next week. It's 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 pretty fun, and, uh, and we'll go over some more stuff. And if you guys have any questions, you know you know how to reach me. Uh, I hope you enjoyed today's show. I really did. And, uh, thanks. Thanks again, Bill, for being on, um, really enjoyed it. Uh, thank you again for your service, man. Pretty amazing stuff. So yeah. Um, and also guys, April 30th, Friday, April 30th, we're going to be moving our show to 1 PM. So we're still going to be here at noon up until April 30th. And then we move to 1 PM. A lot of people were asking if we could do it like an hour later, um, because of uh, everybody's lunch hour. So, Thanks for watching today, guys. It was great to see everybody. I'll see you guys next week. And remember, peace begins on your plate. Love you guys. Don't want the fun to end? Grab more refreshments. Then head over to the Goldilocks Productions YouTube channel. With the huge selection of shows, the fun doesn't have to end. Hold up.